Hello, I'm Eric Chambro of GovInfoSecurity.com and Information Security Media Group. And this is the second of my two-part conversation on cloud computing with the Chief Technology Officer of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, Thomas Soderstrom. In part one, which can be found on GovInfoSecurity.com, Soderstrom discussed various JPL cloud initiatives and explained the value of prototyping in identifying how data can be secured on the cloud. As we pick up our conversation, I asked Soderstrom about some of the drawbacks JPL faced in executing its cloud initiative. When you're an early explorer, and we do a lot of that, you have some unintended consequences, often good, sometimes bad, and also unexpected obstacles. We truly expected the security to be the biggest obstacle, and it really was not because we could work around it. And our security team at JPL are very much in the loop of what do we do next and when. And that's been a very positive experience. Security, I believe, and I'll probably be hung for this, but I really believe that the cloud can be more secure than what we do today because they spend more resources. They have certainly a lot of redundancy, and redundancy comes in all shapes and sizes. And it's fairly uniform, so if you apply a patch, you can apply it to everything at once. That's different than our internal data center. So I believe it can be more secure at one point. What we didn't expect was how difficult it would be for an institution who's used to negotiate individual contracts to live uh, with vendors, commodity vendors, paper. We had a really difficult time getting the license agreement signed with the big vendors, like the Amazons and the Apples for the iPhone and things like that. So it turned out to be an educational process of all of ours from anybody from the engineers to the procurement organizations to the lawyers to the CIO. That took much longer than we had expected. Comparing stories with other enterprises, it's a very common challenge across industry. We're actually one of the first to get it done. We weren't particularly pleased with our progress. We thought we should have done it sooner. But it's done, and it's working. What we did learn is if we were to do it again, which we will, we would have everybody sit down in the room at the same time, all the stakeholders, and say, here's what we're trying to do on the strategic side, and we're just prototyping. We're not going to put any mission data in the cloud until we all agree that it's ready. But in the meantime, we want to prototype and move forward, so let's get some of those agreements signed. I think that would have cut months off of the eventual timeline. And a couple of things here. One is just the concept of uh, prototyping, which I guess means less of a commitment from all sides. You both can see how things work before you get into a final agreement. Yeah, so, so there, there's three phases. There is prototyping where you're really testing the waters. You, you haven't decided you're going to take this uh, into operations yet. So think of it as a large funnel, lots of ideas. Some of those ideas are worthy to be prototyped, quick results, quick measurements, but you need hands-on experience. The second phase is piloting. When we pilot something, we decide we think this is worthy of going into operations. We're going to take it to its paces, but we expect it to be into operations one day. And then the third one is into operation. And each of those three stages costs successively more time and money. So if you start with the piloting, you can only do a few. If you start with the prototyping, you can do many more because you're really experimenting and getting hands-on experience. So that has been a really good approach for us, and that's one reason we've been able to do so many things. Not everything was good, but we could let go of that pretty early and take the lessons learned and apply them to the next effort. From a perspective like Amazon, where it was more time-consuming than you thought, what was uh, their objections? What did you want them to do that they were kind of reluctant? Great question. If we want to take advantage of commodity hardware and software pricing, which is cheap, right? Commodity means volume, means usually inexpensive. 
we need to figure out how to live with those end-user license agreements. We're used to negotiating back and forth because they're usually much larger procurements. The contract itself, where it, if there was a disagreement, where would it be litigated and things like that. These are very different. When you rent a computer for a couple of hours, it's a very different thing than buying spacecraft components. And that's an area for all of enterprise industry to learn and try to understand, get something going rather quickly so we can test it out before we go to the next big phase. So that it's a learning experience. I'm not sure in the end that anything really changed except for the education of both sides. So Amazon and the others learned a little bit more about how we think and what, what we worry about, and we learned what they think and worry about. Having that discussion at a more inclusive level up front would have saved some time. Is there any takeaway about IT security when it comes to the cloud that people should have from NASA's experience? If I may be so bold as to give a few recommendations, I would say don't wait. Prototype now. Try it now, because then you will learn what IT security issues you have, and then you can figure out which data you want to put in the cloud and not put in the cloud. So that would be one. The reason we did the whole cloud experimentation that we did is we could learn all the lessons and all the best practices from the outside and apply them on the inside if we needed to. So we could take those same lessons learned and apply them to a private cloud just as easily as we could to the public cloud, but not have to reinvent everything. And another recommendation would be to make sure that the mission of the company is engaged. This is not an IT win. It's a business win, whatever the business or the organization is. So we don't use IT terms, but we use business terms. In our case, it's exploring space. And then I would get all those stakeholders together for the strategy session, and that would include security. Which data do we feel comfortable putting in the cloud now, and how can we protect it? How can we see if somebody is accessing it inappropriately, et cetera? Maybe the biggest one of all is to partner. Partner with everyone who will engage with you. And that's been really good for us, both with the mission side and other IT-type partners and the vendors themselves. I guess when everything is that new, everybody's learning. But it's been a very good experience. And then also we put some educational events together here at JPL. So we had anything from high-level strategy sessions to innovation seminars, IT innovation seminars across the lab, to actually held a cloud day, first of many, where everybody at JPL comes and hears from the mission people what missions we have put into space and what was our lessons learned and kind of get that dialogue going. And the most of all is to be visible and have fun with it because it has such potential benefits and it is fun. It's exciting to be able to do things quicker than you could before and potentially at much less cost. So the energy kind of creates more energy, if you will. Thank you, Tom. Okay, Eric. This is Eric Chavro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I've been speaking with Thomas Soderstrom, Chief Technology Officer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Thanks for listening.